Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the Behold podcast. I just wanted to give you a quick little note that this episode was originally only made as a YouTube video, and it can be found in its entirety here, as well as its entirety with the video on our YouTube channel, which can be found in the show notes. Thank you so much for being a part of our Behold community, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Behold, a series for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode five. Hello, ladies. Welcome back for another week. We are already on episode five. So exciting. I'm so grateful that you are joining me. I hope that this series so far is really touching you and really helping you in your life and starting to learn how to work on some of this mindset stuff. Just for a little bit of housekeeping to get us started, if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, please do. We're having a lot of fun over there. People are starting to comment more. We would love to see you there as well. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this YouTube channel so you can know as soon as one of our episodes comes out. And finally, if you would like to join our email list and get all of these episodes emailed directly to you along with any worksheets that come out for that week or any bonus material for that week, please email me. My email is in the show notes and I will get you on that list. So as I was saying, thank you so much again for being here. This week we are going to be talking about trust. And now trust can be kind of a tricky topic because so many of us have had trust broken before. And so we were really we can have a really hard time sometimes trusting other people. It can also be really hard to put our trust in God. We are asked day in and day out to put our trust in God and that that can be a difficult thing especially when we want to have some control and have some say over our lives. But Those are topics for another day. Today, we're going to be talking about trusting ourselves, okay, and learning how to trust ourselves. And so let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill our hearts. Please help us to hear the things that you want us to hear. Help us to learn how to trust ourselves again. Help us to learn how to hear your voice and how to discern and distinguish you in the chaos of our lives. Help us to know that it's okay to take care of ourselves. It's okay to love ourselves and it's okay to trust ourselves. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, let's get going with trusting ourselves. Now, you might be thinking, of course I trust myself. I trust myself all the time, of course. What are you What are you saying I don't trust myself? Well, I would like to challenge you to think about how much you actually do trust yourself, okay? Because so many of us have this recording going in our brains right now. And our recording isn't always very kind. Our recording is saying things like, you're a bad mom. I can't believe you treat your husband like that. It's really ridiculous that you can't keep your, get your weight under control. I can't believe you did not exercise again today. 
What is wrong with you? These are the kind of thoughts that are going through our brains. And we need to look, I want you to think about when you were a kid or maybe when you were in high school or college or even maybe somebody at work that you identify as a bully. I want you to think of someone who has bullied you or you've seen bully someone else. Think about the way that they talk to to you, that they talk to you, okay? Or to that other person and the language that they used, the way they spoke. And now I want you to think about how much you trust that person. Do you trust that person? Now, I know that people that I've known that are bullies, I don't trust them very much. The things that they say are careless and hurtful, and oftentimes the things that they say aren't even rooted in truth. And so now I want you to think about for yourself and the way you talk about your, to yourself. Are you saying those careless things to yourself? Are you saying mean things to yourself? Are you beating yourself up like a bully would? And then as you start to realize that maybe maybe you aren't being so kind and charitable to yourself, maybe you're your own biggest bully. And if you've been bullying yourself for years and years, there probably is a little bit of lack of trust there, if not a lot of lack of trust. You're probably not trusting yourself very much because your brain has been telling you all this time how terrible you are. But I can tell you right now that you are not terrible. You are wonderfully made. And our verse for today is that is from Romans chapter 6, verse 10, or yes, sorry, verse 10 and 11. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The Spirit of God lives in you. And since the Spirit of God lives in you, you are amazing. You add so much value to this world. You are his beloved. But until you start to see that, even just a little glimmer, it is really hard to trust yourself. But I'm here to give you permission. I'm here to give you permission that it's okay to trust yourself because that spirit of God lives in you. Because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you can tap into that anytime. Okay. So today we're going to talk about the three ways that you have broken trust with yourself and how we can help to start to repair that trust so you can move forward with your mindset work and accomplishing some of these goals and dreams that you might be starting to starting to notice pop up as you do this mindset work more and more often. So the first way I already kind of mentioned that we stop trusting ourselves is because we bully ourselves. We're so mean. And those, those parts of our brain, we talked about how there's on autopilot and they're so deeply rooted. So we don't always even realize we're doing it. We just kind of have it on in the background, this thought that, oh, I'm a bad mom. Oh, this life is so painful. Things are so hard. I'm so exhausted all the time. Nothing's going to get better. These kind of thoughts on autopilot are still bullying thoughts. And so the first thing we really need to do is we need to start treating ourselves with a lot more compassion. As we talked about in a previous episode, the voice of God does not discourage. The voice of God encourages. I want you to think about all the times in the Bible and the Gospels when Jesus is eating with sinners or talking with sinners, meeting with sinners. He doesn't discourage them. He doesn't put them down. He doesn't say, oh, you're so awful, you'll never get this right. He encourages them. He shows them how to do better and he and he challenges them in a in a loving and compassionate way. 
to go out and sin no more. Okay? He shows them so much love and so much compassion. So speaking to yourself the way that God would speak to you is just such a beautiful tool. It's such a beautiful way to start to manage your mind because then you're going to start hearing the voice of God more frequently because you're going to be speaking his language. Okay? Because God is not speaking in discouragement to you. He's not telling you you're a bad mom. You might make it, have a have a bad mom day, like a day where you're not at your parenting best, but you know what? He's going to be saying things like, oh, honey, I love you so much. I know today was really hard and I understand, but tomorrow we're going to do better and this is how we're going to do it. That's how God would speak to you with that compassion and that care and that love. And so when you're hearing anything other than that, you need to renounce it because it's not true. Okay. And there may be hints of truth in the things that you're thinking. Like you may think, I am just failing at everything. Well, you may be failing at something, but you're probably not failing at everything. Okay. And then if you are failing at something, there's probably a way to fix it. And we're going to get into the, that kind of stuff more in the future as we work on goals and, and learning how to overcome failures and, and learning how to embrace failures. We're going to talk about all of that later. But for now, we're just working on that trust. And with the trust, we first our very first thing we need to do is learn how to love ourselves and to be so compassionate. Okay. So this week, as you begin to listen even more, whenever you hear those negative thoughts, I want you to remember where those negative thoughts are coming from. Remember that the devil has planted that seed in your head and that you're continuing to water it every time you think that thought. Uproot it. Get rid of those weeds. They're gone, okay? No, no more of that talk. We're going to be so kind. I'm going to tell you, this is not an easy switch to make because your brain has been doing this for a long time. But just try a couple times this week as you catch yourself. Just be like, oh, honey, I understand why you're thinking that negatively. We've been doing this for a long time. Now we're going to start listening for God's voice instead. And I think this is what God would want to say. I think he would tell me that I'm doing okay and that we're going to, we're going to figure this out. Okay. All right. The second way we break trust with ourselves is we do not trust our past self or our future self. Now I know that sounds kind of funny. Our past self and future self, we're all one self. And of course we are, but this is just kind of a way to look at it, to be able to explain a little better. It makes it a little easier to understand as I'm talking about it if we say past self and future self. So I'm going to give you an example. A lot of times we have broken trust between our past self and our future self. And here's here's a way that we do this sometimes. So sometimes we say that we are going to exercise. And we're, it's Sunday and we're like, okay, tomorrow I am going to start exercising and I'm going to start exercising every day this week. And so Sunday night we get all ready for bed and we're like well I'm not gonna get my clothes out to exercise I can do that in the morning and then we start scrolling on Facebook or reading a book or watching Netflix or whatever and we end up going bed a little later than we had wanted to so the next morning the alarm goes off and we know that it's time to exercise but future self wakes up that Monday morning and says oh I don't know where my workout clothes are where are my running shoes Oh, and I stayed up too late last night. I'm so tired. I could use this extra time to sleep. And you go back to sleep. Okay? So, future self woke up in the morning and past self hadn't taken care of the things that needed to be taken care of. So, future self was like, forget it. I'm going back to sleep. 
So now we have Monday night and we're like, okay, I really want to do this exercising thing tomorrow morning. So I am getting all of my clothes set out, my shoes set out. I am going to bed on time. I am ready to go. Okay. So past self now has said everything's set up. So we wake up in the morning and future self is like snooze. But future self doesn't really have an excuse because we had the clothes and the shoes and and we had gotten enough sleep, but future self didn't get up. And so now past self is really frustrated with future self because past self did some work here to get ready for future self and then future self didn't do it. Okay, so now it's Tuesday night and you're sitting there thinking, well, should I get my clothes out or work out in the morning? And your brain is going to say, no, look at this evidence we have from the rest of the week. We're not going to take care of future self. Future self won't get out of bed. And then in the morning when that alarm goes off, future self's going to say, past self doesn't care about us. We can't, we're, past self's not even getting us ready to do this. If, if she really wanted to do this, she'd take care of us. Okay? So these are the kind of things that we're doing. We're sabotaging ourselves before we even begin. Because we have this, we're not setting ourselves up for success. And so what we really want to work on is becoming a woman of integrity. Now, my guess is you already are a woman of integrity. You probably have a lot of integrity in most of your life. The people around you probably trust you completely. But let me tell you a little bit about what integrity is. Integrity, I looked up the definition, and it says that it's, it's about being honest and having strong morals, but it's also about being whole and undivided. And as you could hear from my example, that past self and future self were kind of divided because neither one were completely taking care of me. Okay. Do you see, do you see what I mean there? And so we kind of just need to be on one page. And so being a woman of integrity for ourselves means that we aren't just showing up for the whole rest of the world, for our husbands, our kids, our friends, our family, our volunteer work, our jobs, everything else that we do, because we probably have a lot of integrity out there. But it also means that we are whole and undivided in our integrity and that we have integrity for ourselves so that when we say, I'm going to get up in the morning and work out, we get up in the morning and work out and we do the things that we need to do to make that happen. Okay. Now I know that getting up in the morning and working out can be extremely overwhelming. And that was just an example. I'm not going to ask you to do anything like that right now. Um, but I, I did have a worksheet. I'm not going to have a worksheet every week, but I did have a worksheet for this week that is attached to the email or in the Facebook group in the file, in the file section. But it just has for the next seven days, I want you to list three things you're going to do each day. Now, I don't want you to do the whole week at once where you're going to list out the whole week at once. I want you to list three things either the night before or the morning of that you're going to do that day. And I want you to do things, put things on that list that you are 100% sure you're going to do. So maybe for number one, you put brush your teeth. I'm going to brush my teeth today. And then for number two, you're going to put, and you, of course, these are just examples. You put what's best for you. For number two, you're going to put, I'm going to feed the kids today. I'm not even going to write in there that I'm going to feed the kids healthy food or home cooked food or anything like that. I am just going to feed the kids today. Okay, kind of starting to get where we're going with this. And then number three, maybe you say, I am going to do a load of dishes today. But you pick three things that you know with certainty 
that you're going to do, things that you do every day that you don't even write on your to-do list anymore because you know you're going to do them. And the reason that we're writing these down and then you're going to check them off as you do them. And at the end of the day or before you make your next list for the next day, you're going to check those off and you're going to be like, look at that. I accomplished my three things for today. And you're going to do this every day for a week. And you are going to prove to your brain that you're trustworthy. Because remember, we said that our brain finds evidence of any thought that we're having. So if we're having these thoughts that we're bullying ourselves, you can't get anything done, those kind of thoughts, because we didn't exercise in the morning, then we just keep breaking down the trust over this one thing when we're actually really accomplishing a lot. And if we're like, if you're like me or like what I think most moms, you probably have 50 things on your to-do list at least. You could probably spend the next year and not be able to accomplish everything on your to-do list, even if you were extremely productive, because that's just kind of how moms are. And so this exercise is to just kind of slow us down, get us off of that long to-do list, and to start recognizing that we're actually accomplishing a lot more than we think we are. Okay? Every day you're brushing your teeth. Every day you're feeding your kids. And it's proving to your brain then that you are accomplishing something. Okay? So that's where I want you just to start. It's just, this is just an exercise to retrain your brain to see the positive, to see what you are doing well. Now, let's say I put down that I'm going to brush my teeth, feed the kids, and do the dishes. But then in the middle of the morning, the baby gets sick. And she just needs to be held all day long. And I don't, and I still feed the kids, but I'm not able to do the dishes that day. Now, am I going to look at that as a failure? No, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to say, this was God's plan for my day. And he had me have this sick child because he wanted me to take care of her. Okay. He wanted me to live out my vocation in that way. And it wasn't the way that I planned on living out my vocation today, but that's okay because God's way is always better. And so I'm going to take care of her first because those things on your list should never interfere with your vocation. And you're, you being a, you, um, your faith with God, your relationship with your husband, your relationship with your kids, those things always come first. So even though you didn't do the dishes today, you're going to have so much compassion for yourself. And you're going to say, of course you did that. Of course you didn't get the dishes done. You were too busy being a good mom. You were being a good mom and taking care of your sick baby. Of course you didn't get the dishes done. And then you're just going to love yourself. You're going to say, yeah, but you know what? The thing I did instead was what God wanted me to do, and I'm okay. Okay? So that's how you're going to use that worksheet this week. So you're going to have compassion for yourself, number one. Number two, you're going to start reconciling that past self, future self. You're going to start to learn to build trust to be the woman of integrity, not just on the outside, but also on the inside, so that you can form that trust with yourself. Now, the third way that we break trust with ourselves is that we don't take care of ourselves. As moms, we don't make time for ourselves very often, if at all, sometimes not at all. I know that I hardly ever made time for myself before. And we don't even take care of the basics sometimes. You know, maybe we, we don't take a shower, we don't brush our hair, we don't um, do our nails if we like to do our nails. We don't, we don't, give ourselves 20 minutes to read a book or 
just that time of prayer and quiet silence or time to work on some of this mindset work where we work on what are my thoughts, what are my circumstances? What do I think about those circumstances? How is that leading to my feelings, my actions, results? We don't take the time for these things. And because of that, sometimes our brain's like, well, forget it. You're not taking care of me. I mean, how many times has it been the middle of the afternoon and you're kind of feeling headachey and kind of weird and you realize I haven't even had anything anything to drink today. I haven't even drank any water. You know, we're not taking care of ourselves. And so we don't feel like we can trust ourselves because the people, think about the people you trust the most in your life. Those are the people that really love you usually. They're, they're people who really love you and care about you and will take care of you and will help to take care of you in the best way that they can. But I would wager you're probably not taking care of yourself in the best way that you can. And I know that there's going to be a lot of, when you start to think about taking care of yourself, there's going to be a lot of, your brain's going to kind of throw a tantrum and it's going to give you lots of excuses. Well, if I took 20 minutes to myself to pray and read or whatever, mind, whatever you want to do, your brain's going to say, you can't do that. Then what about the kids? What about your husband? What about your work? What about this? What about that? It's going to throw up so many angry red flags at you. But everyone in your life will benefit if you take better care of yourself. Okay. And I'm going to do a whole episode on self-care later on because it is such a, I think our culture has really changed the definition of self-care and kind of made it into something that is not always, does not always seem attainable. But this week, when we're trying to build trust with ourselves and we're working on, on raising that trust bar, our self-care is going to be things like drinking enough water, eating healthy food when we can. Um, I'm not talking about dieting or weight loss or anything, but just, you know, making healthy choices because it makes you feel better to take care of yourself. Getting dressed, okay? Some of these things, taking a walk, some, you know, taking a walk if we can. If it's springtime where you are and it's feeling beautiful outside, go for a little walk. Even if you bring the kids with, it still would probably feel like a luxury after the long winter. We're going to just start doing these little things. Spend five minutes in prayer. Okay? We're going to start doing little things to take care of ourselves. So when you're filling out that worksheet and you're writing down your three things each day, on two days, I want you to choose something for yourself. Like I said, it could just be five minutes of prayer. It could be... I'm going to take a bath and then communicate that. Communicate that with your husband and let him know, okay, I'm going to take a bath tonight. I need 15 minutes by myself to take a bath. And you know what? He's probably going to be okay with that. Okay. It's probably, he's probably going to help facilitate that for you. All right. So these are some of the ways that we can start to build trust. We can stop bullying ourselves. We can kind of become women of integrity and reconcile that past self and future self and the tension in between them by doing the things we're going to say we're going to do. And we can start to take care of ourselves. Okay. And we take care of ourselves in small but meaningful ways, like drinking enough water. Drinking enough water is a huge thing for me. I'm, I'm probably going to say that a lot as this podcast goes on because drinking enough water makes all the difference in my day. You're supposed to drink about half your body weight in water for a lot of people. I know some people can't drink that much water, but you know what I mean. Just 
knowing for yourself how much water you need and making that a priority that you, if you need to carry a water bottle with you, whatever you need to do, but that can be such a huge way of taking care of yourself and your body will be so grateful. Okay. Cause when you don't get enough water, you're so much more tired, more irritable. You're going, you're more likely to, to snack on things you normally wouldn't. And you, um, also usually get kind of headachey as you get dehydrated too. So those are all things then that you have those sensations in your body. And then those sensations make you feel a certain way in your brain. And then you kind of spiral from there into, this is so hard when you feel those sensations. And so just drinking more water could be really helpful. So this week, fill out the worksheet every day. Let me know how it goes, how you're building trust with yourself. And I will talk to you next week. But in the meantime, let's keep working on making our lives worthy of the call we have received.